Day 70. Ten weeks have now passed since I've been living with the fixator. I appreciate in the greater scheme of things that's not such a long time. I understand that many people cope with much more significant issues for far longer, but I would really like this to be gone. I now have a date for my CT scan, which will be a week today. The clinic that I attend to see the surgeons happens on Tuesday, so the earliest I will get this off now is day 81, according to my current calendar. This is my new horizon. I have no choice but to commit to this timescale. I need to keep going. Perseverance, it seems, is more of a journey than a destination. My watch records the number of steps I take each day. In normal circumstances, I cover between six and 10,000 steps. It gives me no credit for ground covered on my knee scooter or on my backside, so my daily step count at the moment looks more like an English batsman's run of scores in test cricket. 8, 15, 57, 18, 0, 9, 14. I did score 100 not that long ago, but while in cricket that is an achievement, in this regard it is lamentable. I would be understanding and sympathetic of this being related to me by someone else, but personally I'm annoyed and frustrated. It turns out I am much better at accepting other people's shortcomings than my own. It is not easy for me to accept underachievement, limitations and circumstances I cannot control. I prefer things I can change and timelines and plans I feel I can manage. Of course, this sense of control is mostly illusory at the best of times. There are always some things I can influence the outcome of and many more things that I cannot one of the big challenges always is working out which is which. Faced with frustrations and adverse circumstances, many will offer answers and consolations that prove empty. We need to locate ourselves in a timeline that has tangible hope for the future and a mandate for what to do in the meantime. Jeremiah writes to the exiles in a remarkable passage. He warns them against those who are promising a quick fix and promoting their own ideas as coming from the Lord. A popular prophet will tell people what they want to hear, but if their message is false, they do more harm than good and promote fantasies over faithfulness. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Also, Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, 
because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The prophets offer people false hope and empty dreams, but they are giving the people what they want to hear. Their lies are a response to the encouragement of the people to tell them something positive about their immediate future. Jeremiah offers an alternative vision. They will be in Babylon for 70 years. They are to get involved in Babylonian society by building houses, planting gardens, marrying and having children and grandchildren. They are to pray for Babylon and seek the welfare of the city. But in all this, they are not to become Babylonian. They have an identity and a destiny as the people of God. God is working out his sovereign purposes, even using this alien nation. God will keep his promise in his time and will bring them home. This is a remarkable insight into the bigger picture and the longer view that God has on history. What looks like something that is beyond God's control is actually within the Lord's plan. Twice Jeremiah affirms that it is God who has brought them to Babylon. The leaders getting the letter are given a promise that they will not see realised. This hope is for future generations, most of whom are as yet unborn. A 70-year horizon is very different from my current 70 days. 70 years is over 25,000 days. The message to the exiles is that what you do while you wait will have an impact on the outcome down the road. Their commission is to increase during a time in history and a set of circumstances when it would be entirely understandable if their numbers were to decrease. The mandate is to remember who they are, where they come from and where they are going, when the logical thing would be to assimilate and accommodate. Ultimately, this is about the people of God learning that their identity is not primarily about their land, but about their Lord, and them seeking and serving him wholeheartedly. It is about waiting and working while they wait, and passing on this hope to the next generation, while the clock counts down. Today, I'm thankful that God still knows the plans he has for us, and that these are plans to prosper us and not to harm us. 
I am grateful that the plans of the Lord involve giving people a hope and a future. I'm grateful that God has a plan and he does not disappoint, even if we do get a few surprises and curveballs on the way. The psalm of today is a prayer of David for urgent rescue. He asks that God will come quickly to his aid, recognising his poverty and neediness. Hasten, O God, to save me. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May those who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, Aha, aha, turn back because of their shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, The Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. Come quickly to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer, Lord. Do not delay. The line that stands out for me today is, May those who long for your saving help always say, The Lord is great. This is faith. Needing salvation we do not allow circumstances to dent our confidence in the goodness of the Lord or our hope of deliverance. Sometimes this may take 70 days, other times 70 years. The one who helps us now will redeem and rescue. Even so, come Lord Jesus, come.